Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Hello. Hola. Bonjour. Oui, oui. Same language. Is that? Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we try. Oh, today, that's for the birds, though. That is for the birds. Speaking of birds, (laughs) (laughs) we are going to be talking about birds today. Birds. So this book that we were reviewing today for Audio Shelf is written by Alex London. Mm-hmm. Hey, Alex London. Hi, hi, hi. We're gonna we're gonna meet him soon. Yes, at the end of June. We oh my are god! So excited. Uh, Brittany and I are going to be emceeing a panel, oh like god. a discussion panel. Oh god, we need to work on this question. I know. And we're gonna be asking Alex London, um, as well as two other authors, and we'll get to them later because we're gonna talk about their books as well. Yes. Um, but we're gonna ask some questions about their writing, their process of writing, uh, their the the characters that they've built, yeah, and their stories, and and overall just like a lot of bookish questions that their readers want to hear. So yes. be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. But back to this episode. Yes. So uh, we are reviewing the book Black Wings Beating, which say that ten times fast. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is book one of the Skybound saga. So I'm I'm excited. There's a book two and three and four and what however many it takes for him to finish the series. I think a saga is four. Is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, saga. <laughs> S- four. Saga does not mean anything about. <laughs> <laughs> so the narrators. Oh, girl. Ooh, oh, my. He's in both of our books that we are recording. I know, but I didn't hear him in the other one. But let's just be real. Yeah. But. I am obsessed. So Michael Crouch is my narrator boyfriend. Um, he has no idea. Yes, he but... has no idea. But we do know that Brad needs to stay 250 feet away from him. Exactly. Hi, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and then it also is narrated by Brittany Presley, who I'm obsessed with. Yes. Obsessed. Like, hello. Hello, Brittany. And the publisher is Macmillan Audio. Which we love Macmillan as well. This For... is like a quesadilla of all of our favorite things. I do love quesadillas too. Same. Quesadillas from Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. No meat, just cheese and sauce. Love it. The publisher is, we already said that. Yeah. The audiobook (laughs) release date. too distracted by quesadillas. I did. I was like, (laughs) I'm hungry. Uh, And the audio... (laughs) The audiobook release date is September 25th, 2018. So literally almost like a year ago that this came out. Yeah. The duration was eight hours and 27 minutes. The genre is LGBTQ plus books. I almost said just, you know, a lot of other, you know, letters that (laughs) probably did not need to be there. But that's why I put the plus. Um, Epic fantasy, young adult, and... And what? Birds. Birds. And I'm really excited that we're reviewing this book in June. Yeah. Because it's Pride Month and it's a month that I celebrate. I thought you were going to say it's Bird Month. Exactly. It is Bird Month. Actually, it's probably not Bird Month. But it's also your birthday month. <laughs> yes, it is. I feel very honored to be born in the same month that is Pride. Yeah. So it's a lot of different things that, you know, I'm celebrating as an individual. Mm-hmm. I'm celebrating my best friend's birthday. I'm celebrating my people's pride. And all the allies that support us, mm-hmm. and they're celebrating too. So I'm excited to read this book during this month. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this summary, girl. This summary is taken from Amazon. 
The people of Ustar. That sounds right. <laughs> have long looked to the sky with hope and wonder. Nothing in their world is more revered than the birds of prey, and no one more honored than the falconers who call them to their fists. <laughs> Bryson strives to be a great falconer, while his twin sister Kylie rejects her ancient gifts for the sport and wishes to be free of falconry. She's nearly made it out, too. But a war is rolling toward their home in the six villages, and no bird or falconer will be safe. Together, the twins must journey into the treacherous mountains to trap the ghost eagle, the greatest of the Utsari birds, and the solitary killer. Bryson goes for the boy he loves and the glory he's long craved, Kylie, to atone <laughs> for her past and a protected brother's future. But both are hunted by those who seek one thing, power. You are so glad to be done that. <laughs> oh my God. It's the, not very often I have so many struggles with reading a summary. The but Usari gotcha. That Usari messed me up. But we, it took us a while, but we got there. Yeah, we did. Because that's exactly how they pronounce it. Usari. Yeah, I'm sure that you're 85%. <laughs> So let's talk about the performances because Michael Crouch and Brittany Presley are phenomenal. Are phenomenal. Hello. And they're amazing and they need to have little narrator babies. We love a good uh, dual narration. Mm-hmm. And they are not twins in real life, so it's not creepy that Brad just said that. Exactly. They have such a way with their voices and their emotions and just mm-hmm. everything about their narration is phenomenal. Seriously, like I could not get enough of it. When one would finish narrating a part, the other one would take over, and I was sad that the other one was done for a little bit, mm-hmm. but then I fell in love with it again. My favorite one. part, and we've reviewed these narrators before, but yes. my favorite part of this audiobook were the board, the, were the board, the bird noises. Oh my God. The cacals, the woo, the like those noises, <laughs> they, they. I was like, "What is this?" And I love it, and I want more of it. Yes. And I was like, "Can you just read the whole book in bird?" Right. Yeah. Like we wouldn't understand what you're saying, but I mean, we could get the gist. Yes. Probably. I'm like, give me bird avian flu. Yes. They were totally just on it with their bird calls. I wonder if they were real bird calls. Yeah. Or if they just like made them up as they went along. This is a question, Michael and Brittany, that we want answered. Did you study bird calls? How was the direction for bird calls? Were birds nice to you when you talk to them? Okay, in the book, since we were listening to the audiobook, when they had the physical book and were reading from it, was there a part that said bird noise? Was it a cardinal bird? Yeah. Was it a blackbird? Was it a raven? Like, Are they the same thing? Was it a blue jay? Well, I think we know that they're falcons. Oh, right? yeah, they're falcons. Of some sort. Duh. And Eagles, like pedigrees. How do you pronounce that? Pedigrees? 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 That's dog food. <laughs> Mrs. Pedigrew. Pedigrew. Peregrine? Peregrine. No, no. Why Penguins? Why can we not speak today? I don't uh, know. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway. Lots of big birds. There's a lot of big birds, and they were really great. And Michael and Brittany did a fantastic job giving them voices. Like, they did not just give the characters a voice. They gave the animals a voice. And that's important. That is important. Especially when the animal is the magic system. Yes. It wasn't some normal kind of, you know, 
blase blase magic system that people have discovered and mm-hmm. are using all of a sudden. Yeah. It is falconry. Yes. It is the commanding of birds. It was like kind of like Pokemon when you send falcons out and then they do their do your bidding mm-hmm. and then fight in the war for you and then come right back to you. Yeah. They're like Pokemons, but birds. Yeah. Pokemon birds. Pokemon birds. Pokemon have birds. Mm, pigeons. Pigeons. Yep. Other ones. Mm-hmm. Sparrows. Um, I liked this book because there was not a lot of like looking at the cover. The cover is beautiful. Mm. It has this really, really pretty like black and white kind of vibe to it. It looks like there's feathers and they're in the shape of kind of like an egg almost. Mm-hmm. They're also you also if you look deep into it, you also see a boy and a girl climbing. Really? Yes, and they're oh. climbing to the the um the castle. And oh. yeah, and so they're trying to get that ghost eagle girl. I feel like my book did not give me um a big enough cover to look at. Yeah, with audiobooks, it's hard sometimes because you really got to look at that screen. Oh, I see. Yeah, so you, you see <gasps> them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, my God, that cover is so beautiful. It's a very, it's, it should have been on our number five best book covers. It should have, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought that for some reason this book was going to be about dragons. Interesting. I don't know why. I thought that there was going to be a lot of magic in it. And that one of the things either. that I was saying mm-hmm. that I really liked is the fact that there was a lot of like natural magic. Yeah. A lot of like commanding mm-hmm. and understanding an animal. And the language. And the language mm-hmm. of it and what it wants. And I liked that. This was something different and very original. Yes. I also love the world building. And I know we're getting into the content a little bit, but the world building that Alex London did was oh, yeah. phenomenal. Uh-huh. Like you, you took this Itsari kind of village, yeah, and you created something so original, so unique, something powerful, something that makes me more interested in something I never knew I was going to be interested in. Yeah, falconry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was amazing. Like I want to be able to be in charge of birds now. Yeah, like birds are underrated. They are. They really are. I think. When I think about birds, I think of Al- Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, but killing now, people. Yeah, but now I'm thinking about Alex London. Yeah. Damn, you should write that on the back of a book, Alex London. Now I'm thinking Alex London. Yes, <laughs> write that on the back of a book. He's like, no. He's like, no, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how within the narration, going back to the narrators, you could really hear how much they loved the content of this book. Yeah. Like yeah. how much they enjoyed being in this world. Hopefully I, we haven't seen um, the other two books yet, but I hope that Michael Crouch and Brittany Presley are both the narrators on it. I'm sure they are because they did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. But just how much they enjoyed reading for this book. You could hear it. Mm-hmm. It showed. Mm. So let's talk about the characters. Yeah. What did you think about Bryson? Okay. So one of the things that I really loved about Bryson and his boyfriend, Dymian. Dymian. Such a dumb name. Dymian's a dumb Dymian. Alex, the thinking of his name was not dumb, but I just really don't like the guy. Yes. And so. Horrible, horrible, horrible. If he was a nice guy, I'd love his name, but I don't like him. 
Um, when we entered this book, the LGBTQ plus aspect of it didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. I that, didn't realize it. That's how natural it was. It was so natural and it was great. There was no thinking about it. There was no like hemming and hauling over it. There was no rejection from it. Mm-hmm. It was just, this is how it is. And they accepted it. And they accepted it immediately. They were like, oh, your little boyfriend. And it was in a teasing way of if it was a girlfriend, they would have done the same thing. Exactly. And I think that's what I really like. And that's what made me respect Alex London even more because he didn't have to spend chapters explaining how Bryson was gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it didn't define Bryson. Exactly. And a lot of, you know, a lot of my thoughts about Bryson, it, it's interesting because a lot of these books, I usually love the gay character because, oh, I see myself in this book. But with Bryson, I loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. And I there he bothered me the most out yeah. of all of the characters except for Dimeon. Yeah. Dimeon can go fly off a roof. But <sighs> Bryson bothered me so much because he just saw Dimeon and he just saw this narrow tunnel Yeah, and he said how do I help Dimeon yeah. who literally steps all over me treats me like the redheaded stepchild and it's too much it's way yeah. too much way too much Bryson annoyed me in that aspect too that everything was about Dimeon and that he didn't even think of his twin sister mm-hmm. for some of it was just blew my mind completely it was like everything is pointing to this guy not being a good person there's Mm -hmm. red flag after red flag after red flag he bet against you in your first like fighting dual ring thing of the book and kylie was like bryson he literally does not want to support you he doesn't care about you but bryson had to figure that out for himself which is why this is also a young adult book Mm -hmm. because like most young adults, we have to figure out who is good mm. for us and who is bad for us. And I, I mean, I've had people that were that was bad. Yeah, but I mean, you didn't have to climb up a mountain for them. No, I can climb up a damn mountain. What do you no. think this is? No, I am a survivor. No, <laughs> no, but I, I've been there, and I've been to that idea of like, oh, I have to do this to make this person happy because I love him. Mm-hmm. When in reality, they don't love me. No, they're just using you. Yeah, they're, they're just fake. using me for my body, yaddy, yaddy. Exactly. Mm. Or your homework. Or my homework. What do you think of Kylie? I I liked Kylie. Kylie was very cold. Mm-hmm. At times she was distant, but she I felt like she needed to be. Yeah. Because Bryson was just, he wore his emotions on his sleeve. Yeah. He was so, you know, glory hungry. Whereas Kylie was just like, we'll get there. We will do it. But... We need to take steps A through B first. Yes. And she was very intelligent in that way. Um, So I liked Kylie. Yeah, I did too. Mm -hmm. I liked Kylie a lot. I liked her intelligence. Mm -hmm. I also liked that she was just a badass. Yes. Um, She was really cool, but she wanted to protect her brother. Mm -hmm. And that's what I also liked because her protecting her brother was not annoying. Yes. Bryson, Bryson, Bryson protecting Dimeon. Was annoying. Was annoying. But I and I loved that brother sister relationship between mm-hmm. Kylie and Diamond. Um, oopsie, Kylie and Bryson. Yeah. So you know, and also it was nice to, for me to read a good story about a brother and sister, a very strong, um, you know, detailed image of 
what a good sibling relationship looks like. And, yeah. you know, that was really awesome for me to, to read in this book. Yeah. Wasn't something I wasn't expecting because this book also reminded me of And I Darken. Yeah. And the difference with And I Darken is that the siblings lost each other. Throughout the whole series, they just lost each other. They were there to support each other in the beginning, but throughout the books, they just didn't they weren't they weren't supporting each other. But with this one, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. They're going to support each other till the end. Right, yeah. And it showed they really felt like they haven't had a, a great relationship. Was Anti Darken dual narrated? No. Which I is I wonder. F- I yeah, which is I think a major critique for the audiobook. I would have loved a, a dual narration. Yeah, because I'm I'm thinking that because there were two narrators in this, we got to really have a differentiation between the male and the female voices. Mm-hmm. So we got to hear Kylie, and then we got to go through Bryson. And yeah, sometimes Bryson would have to speak for Kylie, but when it was through Bryson's eyes, the story shifted through his eyes, that's when Michael would take over. Yeah. And then when it was through Kylie's eyes, that's when Brittany would take over. And it really felt like two siblings mm-hmm. talking to each other. Yeah. I agree. It was great. So did you get a clear picture of this audiobook? Yeah. So we spent a lot of time in this book on like the mountain and in the woods and just kind of like trekking through on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really got a clear picture of like everything that was happening. There was one scene where Bryson was in a cave on top of ice. Oh, yes. And he fell through the ice Mm -hmm. and there was water underneath. And I sort of like felt the cold. Yeah. You felt that breeze. Yeah. Water and the wind like making you like. And the hypothermia. Hypothermia. Like just the way that Alex was able to write it and the way that Michael was able to describe it. It was really strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really made you feel it. It was kind of like a 4D movie only without the one of the Ds. I can't even count on my hands the number of times I was out in my front yard listening to this book. Yeah. Trying to talk to birds. Oh, that'll I, get you. I was like, come here, little Oriole bird. Hello. You saw an Oriole? Yeah, oh my God. We have Orioles, two Orioles that are staked out in my mother's front yard. Ooh, why'd your mom stake them? Well, you know what I mean. Like they're like, ooh, I'm looking for worms. Oh. And they're like, ooh, this this y'all got a lot of worms. Oh. Well, yeah, because it rained recently. So I guess mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen an Oriole bird in the wild. No. I mean, if I have, I didn't realize it was an Oriole bird because I thought they're just a myth. Next Friday when you come over in the light, you'll see them. Okay. I have they they literally live in the front yard. Really? Mm-hmm. I see them every time I go outside. That's weird. And I talk to them. You know, everybody has their vices. Mm-hmm. Yours is birds. That's true. Mm-hmm. Talking to birds. Yep. Well, whatever. When they answer, that's, checking you in. That's when we know we have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tweet, tweet. <laughs> oh, so, and how did you listen to this book? What were you doing? I was working. So I had a lot of photos edit. I actually listened to this in a day. Wow. One day I just, it was Wednesday, I think, sat down had a lot of work to get through, mm-hmm. had some images to edit. And so all of the images, I mean, it's only an eight hour, eight and a half hour book. Yeah, that was that's a work day. Which for a fantasy novel, unheard of. I love short fantasy novels. Love it. Eight love and it. a half hours is perfect. Yes. 
for Wait, a fantasy novel. Don't give me a 15 hour fantasy no, novel. We don't, don't need it. I don't need it, girl. Get bored. Get bored and we and we pump it up to 3.0 and then we miss the details of your book, mm-hmm. our authors. A lot of people also tell me to read Alex London's Proxy series. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in that one too. That'll be on our book list next. Though. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just I just worked. What mm-hmm. about you? I this was a commute uh listen. I was listening on my commute to work. I also, you know, did some chores. I elliptical. I listened to this book a lot on the elliptical, working on my wedding fitness. Yes. Talk to birds. Yes, talking to birds in the front yard, walking the dogs. So yeah, it was just one of those casual listens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it worked. Yeah. It was one of those books where I feel like if you just so happened to miss about a minute of it, you weren't completely lost from the book. Correct. Mm-hmm. Which I really liked. Mm-hmm. So are you going to shelf this or shove this? I feel like I wanted to answer this at the very beginning because I just want people to know that I'm going to shelf it. Yes. Like, I just want them to know immediately, like, this is a book that we're going to talk about in a positive light. I didn't find any cons in it. No, I didn't. Maybe there was like some production things going on that I would say like, oh, I could hear sometimes rustling of pages. Mm. That would be my only con. Yeah. But that's no big deal. We don't talk about that anymore. We don't talk about it anymore. Even though I just did. And so, <laughs> even though I just did. Um, I also, too, will sh- shelf this. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very powerful book, a very important book, especially for families. Yes. To, to just enjoy and really understand the idea of family versus, you know, the other issues and, and concerns that the world has about the yeah. populations in this book. Yeah, I liked... This novel, because it was not so much about romance, you always get that in fantasy novels mm-hmm. as well. There has to be a romantic interest. There yeah. has to be a love interest. And of course, Bryson had Dymion. And, but it's a, it was one of those relationships where you were um, cheering against. Yeah. You're and, like, don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. And you don't get that often. Yeah, exactly. And we also had someone for Kylie as well, mm-hmm. but it was not a thing thrown in our face. The biggest relationship that was talked about was Bryson and Kylie's. Mm-hmm. And that's what I cared about the most. Yes. So I liked that a lot. I love that. Mm. Mm. So good. So if you would like this book for free, yes, I said free girl, go to our website at audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link to download a 30-day free trial and you get two free books. So you can get Black Wings Beating and the sequel that's coming out this September. Yeah. Yes. And also, if you want to stay up to date with us, maybe you have some questions that you would like us to ask Alex on the panel. We have not started our questions yet, which we really should. We really need to. It's literally in three weeks. Oh, my God. (laughs) But if you think there's any interesting questions that you would like us to ask these three authors that we're going to be talking to, feel free to follow along with us and send us stuff on our social medias. We are on Twitter at AudioshelfMe. Facebook at Audio Shelf, and we are also on Instagram at Audio Shelf underscore podcast. You can also find us on Patreon if you Google search Patreon and if you want to support us monetarily to watch our show grow. But just listening to us is also really, really awesome, and we appreciate it greatly. Mm. So until next time, y'all, bye. <laughs> oh, I like that. Can I do that too? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Translations. This has been Audio Shelf. 
where we release new podcast episodes every Monday and Thursday and YouTube reviews every Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Nothing in their world is more... Is that revered? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Or is it reverb? Well, we just had this debate about that new book, Revere, Reverie. That was Reverie. Reverie. And I was like, it's Reverie. It's a complete different. <laughs> Reverend. No, that's not right. Revered. It's definitely revered. Is it? Mm hmm. Is it? Is it for real? Like 100%. <laughs> Are you sure? I think so. Ninety nine percent now. Okay, now you're now you're losing percentages. I just need to listen really quick because that is like the, we're we're the third sentence in. <laughs> you gotta talk to me, bitch. <laughs>